0: Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code rslash at liquidiv.com. Welcome to rslash best of Redditor updates, where OP gets adopted by their math teacher. Our next Reddit post comes from Confessions. This might be kind of a confusing story, and I debated posting this, but I decided why not? So I'm a 15-year-old boy, and my math teacher, Vicki, is 35, and her husband is John, who's 40. My real parents are, or were, abusive alcoholics and drug addicts. They got arrested last year, and I was going to enter the foster system. I'd already told Vicky about my struggles with my parents and I confided in her about me going into foster care. So I guess she jumped in and her and her husband somehow became my foster parents. I'm already getting choked up by this story. I absolutely love living with them and I feel like I have a true family for the first time in what feels like forever. I really, oh my god, this story is, okay, I really want to ask them to adopt me, but I'm unsure of it. For one thing, I'm incredibly nervous and very non-confrontational. And second, I know the foster system gives people money to take care of the kids, so maybe they would be better off just staying foster parents. Oh my god. Also, they already make quite a bit because my foster dad is a doctor. I just don't know what to do. Could anyone please give me advice? Then, 23 days later, OP posted an update. They said yes! I finally get to have my happy ending! It was a very emotional moment, but honestly, I'm so happy I get to have a real mom and dad. Thank you everyone who responded. It meant a lot. Okay, got a little teary out on that one, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. What's so hard to read about this post, this is a very 15-year-old sentence to write, you guys. OP said, I know the foster system gives people money to take care of the child, so maybe they would be better off staying foster parents. It's so, God, that shows so much insecurity, lack of confidence, low self-worth, that OP honestly believes that money from the foster care system is more valuable than the love of a child. Oh my God, it's like 400 to 700 bucks per month. Are you kidding me? That's so low. Man, that makes it even sadder. OP thinks that 500 bucks a month is more valuable than his love. That's so sad. That's so sad. Also, what's super touching about the story is I don't know what the odds are of a 15-year-old boy in the foster system getting adopted, but it has to be incredibly low. I'm just guessing that the closer a kid is to 18, the lower their chances are of ever getting adopted— so OP being a 15-year-old boy getting adopted is, it's almost like winning the foster care lottery. On top of that, the new foster dad is a doctor, which means he might be able to go to college. I don't want to call him lucky because his parents are terrible people, but at least there's a silver lining in this story. Our next Reddit post is from r 2hot which is a podcast that covers Reddit posts. I'm a 32-year-old man, and my girlfriend, who's 29, is upset with me because I don't do 50% of the housework. How do we find a reasonable compromise? When we first met, she made it fairly clear that she expected me, as a man, to be a provider and we continued dating for a while. Her expectations aligned with mine, with us having very traditional gender roles. I'm fine with this. I've built a fairly successful career and pay around 90% of our combined annual bills on a $320,000 salary while she makes 40 k Oh my god, that's a lot of money. I do all the maintenance for our cars, the boat, and all the yard work. It's been about two years of living together, and up until now, I felt that things were going well. She's recently started complaining that I'm not carrying my weight around the house. I don't do any of the cooking, do very little of the cleaning, and don't do the laundry. I felt that our division of labor was fairly well established. I do all the traditional mailwork and pay the bills, and she maintains the homestead. But if I still have to do half the housework while almost entirely carrying the financial burden and the yard work, then her contribution would be far less than mine. I've also recently mentioned that when we have kids, I would prefer to have them homeschooled since she's going to be a stay-at-home mom anyways. She wasn't very receptive to that idea since she wants to have daytime hobbies while she's a stay-at-home mom. This didn't make any sense to me because stay at home doesn't imply using the free time to pursue hobbies. It means you have to tend to the house and the kids. Also, in an edit, OP clarifies, I work almost 70 hours a week and she works around 25. I've literally started having panic attacks between the demands at work and getting home to being antagonized. I've had to pull over to the side of the road several times in the last month. Then, two days later, OP posted an update. The last 48 hours have been really eventful, and while I'm still processing all that's happened, I figured posting would help me gain some mental clarity. The night after posting here, I decided to just have a frank discussion with her and figure out how we can divide our responsibilities fairly. I first laid out the math. I work roughly 70 hour weeks and have an hour commute 6 days a week. Another hour is spent on getting ready for work, and another hour is spent at the gym or jogging. I typically spend three to four hours on average per weekend working on outdoor projects or indoor repairs. Some weekends are more eventful than others, but I felt that this was a fair estimate. I explained that this leaves me with an average of less than three hours a day to just live. As she already knows, most days I wake up, get ready for work, leave, and within an hour of getting back, I head to bed. I'm not a messy person, and I generally pick up after myself. Since I'm barely home, if I start doing 50% of the housework, I'd practically be cleaning up after her and her two dogs. She was resolute about having me contribute 50% of the housework and kept mentioning that the idea of me doing less housework made her uncomfortable. Eventually, we settled at just having a maid come in twice a week. We had been drinking while having this discussion and continued after we decided on the maid. We were quite a bit more drunk when she mentioned for the first time ever that she had about $15,000 in credit card debt from before we met and she wanted me to clear that up before we got married. It just kind of hit me like lightning at that point. This relationship makes life easier for her but makes life harder for me. Before we met, I was content in my apartment that was 5-10 to minutes walking distance from work with my 2015 Corolla and basic furniture. Since then, I've bought a house that she wanted, near the water, which I'm not a fan of. A boat that she wanted with a pool that I didn't want. And I spent thousands of dollars on furniture that she wanted and a BMW that I didn't want. I even got her a job at my company so that she could earn as much as she did before, but only work 25-hour weeks instead of 40-hour weeks. When we woke up yesterday, I called off work, and I just told her that this relationship wasn't going to work. I just explained to her that my life wasn't getting easier or happier, just the opposite. She was really keen on arguing, and eventually even said that she no longer wanted the maid, but I didn't really budge. She left around noon with her dogs, and I assumed that she went to her parents' house since I started getting calls from them. I didn't really have the energy to respond, so I just ignored them. I'm not exactly sure when she'll do so, but I hope that she'll be able to collect her things in the next few weeks. She can keep working at my company for a couple more months until she finds something more suitable. Man, I don't care what the gender is in this one. I don't care if it's the guy making 320k 70 hour work weeks and the girl stays home, or if it's the girl who makes 320k working 70 hour weeks and the guy stays home. In either case, if one person is working that hard, that long, contributing so much money to the family, and buying every single thing that the other person wants to live the lifestyle they leave, the least they can do is take care of the household chores. And I'm not being sexist because if you got a girlfriend or wife who's off making 320K as like a doctor or like an IT specialist or lawyer or something, and you get to be a stay at home husband, man, I keep that house spotless. Vacuuming, brooming, dusting the mantelpieces, learn to cook, man, that's the life. Here's what I don't understand this woman, if she worked 25 hours and he worked 70, then that's 45? And that's 45 hours a week that she's alone without her boyfriend. And like, how much of a mess can a a two-person household with no kids and two dogs possibly be? She probably could have handled all the household chores in probably one to two hours a day and spent the rest of her free time swimming in her pool, riding in her boats. This woman found herself a dream life and she lost it over chores. Man, to be clear, guys, I'm really not trying to be sexist. Uh, this comment down below from Gnome Wives does exactly what I was thinking. Y'all, if my husband made 320k a year, I'd do 100% of the housework with a smile on my face. And yeah, I think that applies for a lot of guys, too. If you got a hot girlfriend making 320k a year, jackpot, my friends. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash Am I the Butthole? I'm a 45 year old woman, and I have a fiance, a 55 year old man who's a retired military officer. I own a successful company that I started seven years ago, and I have a small staff of 25 people. I worked my way through college, paying as I went. Therefore, I graduated in my early 30s with a double major in accounting and business management, and I'm very proud of that. For background, I worked hard for my degrees, and I have zero debt. I know it took me longer than the typical student. I worked full-time to pay for college as I took classes. But I finally made it. I worked as an accountant for some large corporations, as well as programming and IT. I started my company doing similar support to large and small companies alike. I have a wonderful staff. I manage the contracts, kick off meetings, and handle the sales and consulting staff. I also do some of the consulting and most of the sales and contracts. My sister is my office manager, and I'm blessed in so many ways to have her. I started dating my now-fiancé before I started my company, and we recently got engaged. Everything seemed to be perfect, except he keeps introducing me as a bookkeeper. No disrespect intended to them or the profession. My issue is that I've worked hard to get to where I am. I am an accountant, a graduate with a double major, and a successful business owner. He could pick almost any other title to introduce me as, but he chooses bookkeeper. I've asked him many, many, many times in private to stop calling me a bookkeeper, as it implies to my clients and business associates that he doesn't respect me or what I've accomplished. He says that he doesn't see the big deal or the difference and continues to do so. I recently pulled him aside and asked him to just introduce me as a consultant at the event that we were going to. While we were talking to a prospective client for my company, he says, She's come a long way for a bookkeeper. I know that my face had a full blush at that remark, so I excused myself and walked away. We had both driven there, so I got in my car and went home. We both own separate townhomes, so I sent him a text to let him know that I was leaving and I would talk to him later. He thinks that I'm overreacting. My family thinks that he's a controlling butthole who doesn't respect me or women. I'm not sure what to think now. He seems so supportive when we're together, but not when we're around other people. He tends to treat me like a subordinate, like a nice kid who's playing with the adults. He does talk down to me in front of my family, but I always assumed that he was just joking. Badly. So, am I the butthole for leaving and overreacting? Okay, since this is an r slash am I the butthole post, I'll give a quick score because I don't know where this is going, so we'll see if I'm right in the end. Okay, so first of all, what you've accomplished, OP, is super, super impressive. Getting a double major in college is an accomplishment. Paying for college yourself is an accomplishment. Having no school loans is an accomplishment. Building a business by yourself with 25 employees is a huge accomplishment. OP, to put it simply, you are clearly an intelligent, accomplished, successful person. I was literally impressed by you reading your post. So I literally don't understand why your fiancé is belittling you. Is it just good old-fashioned sexism? Or maybe it's because he's a military officer and he thinks that's how you control people its just by belittling them and putting them down and maintaining control, I guess? Either way, he's definitely the butthole here. I'm giving him two out of five buttholes for being a condescending jerk. Are you sure you want to marry this guy, OP? Then, five days later, OP posted an update. I had a conversation with him after a few days. He feels that I'm lucky to have him, and I need to listen to his advice more and not overreact. Because of his attitude and after reading everyone's replies, I called off the engagement with him. I need someone who's proud of me and caring. My family responded by buying me champagne, lol. Then, three days after that, OP posted another update. I had another conversation with my ex fiance Now that you've had time to get your emotions under control. He was willing to let it go. I laughed and told him that I'm fine and so are my emotions. I told him about the post and that he should read the replies. Let's just say that he was not happy. Here's the total shocking part. He wanted to know what I was going to give him for his help with my company. After the shock wore off, I handed him a $1 bill and, w- <laughs> and walked away. I told my family about it, and my brothers wanted to pay him a visit. I told him that I handed him a $1 bill, we all laughed, went to the store, and got more champagne. God, I love my family. Our next Reddit post comes from r parenting. I have four kids between the ages of 10 and 16. I used to love cooking, and I'm good at it, objectively, according to others. My kids have become so picky that there are literally no meals left that I can make without someone complaining. Spaghetti, I make my sauce with Italian sausage, and one kid has decided that she hates fennel. One kid has celiac, which rules out weed. Obviously, that's not her fault, so that makes it harder. One kid hates cheese, which rules out a lot of things. One kid hates chicken, We were safe for a while with tacos, until one kid decided she was never eating tacos again. So tonight, I was standing in the grocery store feeling stupid. Like, there's an entire store full of food, and I'm able to buy anything in the store within reason, and yet somebody will complain about anything I make. And that's why, in the middle of the grocery store, I decided to retire from cooking for the family. I came home with assorted ingredients instead and told the kids that we would provide food, but it would now be their responsibility to prepare for themselves and feed themselves with it. I was expecting a lot of protest, but nobody said much. After about 30 minutes, the kids realized that I really wasn't cooking dinner and they actually started feeding themselves. One kid made a turkey and cheese sandwich. One made peanut butter and jelly. The one with Celiac decided to make herself and her sister some noodle soup with rice noodles, chicken stock, and veggies. If doing this causes us to encounter nutritional deficiencies, I guess we'll address that when it comes up. But so far, I'm pleased with the results of night one. Then, four weeks later, OP posted an update. For about two weeks, everyone lived off of sandwiches and cereal. At about that point, I started cooking for myself and my wife only, things that we like to eat and cook. Eventually, one kid said, That smells really good. Can I have some? I said that I only made enough for the two of us, but if they'd like some for tomorrow's dinner, let me know when I can make extra. I was expecting, what's tomorrow's dinner? But instead I got, yes please, anything's better than more sandwiches. The other kids eventually followed suit. I'm back to cooking for six, but I'm making whatever I want to make. If anyone has a problem with it, their sandwiches are cereal. And surprisingly, sandwiches and cereal are being chosen very rarely. So the retirement didn't last long, but the temporary strike seems to have solved the problem that led to my premature retirement, so I'm good with it. This is kind of a sweet story, OP. I read so many posts about insane entitled kids and mean, aggressive parents who neglect their kids that it's nice to show a story that shows a loving family with a happy ending. That was our slash best of Redditor updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.